my name is Asher Parsons. And my name is Dylan August, and we are your hosts of Just, Just the, the Tip. Tip. Today we'll be joined by Jordan Miller and Jessica Kudo. Yes, they're married, but equity things. Anyways, Jordan, Jessica, how are you guys today? Doing good, Dylan. Yeah? Yeah. yeah? Happy to be here. Have a nice drive, a nice 10-minute drive. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, any weird things you saw outside your windows? Um, No, just your spooky front yard. Oh, yeah, your front yard. Asher, his, you're, they overdid it's it. Impressive. It's crazy. Oh. It's great Halloween stuff. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> theater, theater people do it right. Yes. Yeah. So, speaking of theater people, obviously these two are theater people, big theater people. So, how long have you guys been? Oh, fat or what? <laughs> no, you know what I mean. How long have you guys been in the industry? Um, I guess my first professional job was when I was twelve. I was in a production of Annie at, with the Charleston Opera Company in Charleston, South Carolina, where I'm from, and then continued, well, then did a lot of community theater, but um, continued from there. So a long time. My first paid gig was I was 15 at the Texas Renaissance Festival, and then after that I did, did a lot of high school theater, um, didn't do a lot of community theater, because um, there wasn't really that much to do in Huntsville, Texas. And then uh, after I got my degree from School of the Arts, I went to New York and started working in regional theater, and here we are. Nice. Yeah. So well, you guys. Yeah. So what? TYP. Yes. Young professionals. You mm-hmm. guys are the. Well, you're not the owners of the company anymore. No, it's we're non-profit. a nonprofit now. Yes. So what? Founders. We say the founders. founders. founders there yes. we go. That's fancier too. It yeah. Is. What? What <laughs> brought you guys to create TYP? What? What was? Because it's your brainchild. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, answer is simple. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were, we started off, you know, help, helping students here and there, like, like Scotty and Les Mis and um, Heidi Moret, Tess Moretz was in Fiddler on the Roof. We just yep. started giving small um, audition coaching here and there. Jessica started teaching more voice lessons. And then when she started directing for the, for more youth theaters in town, we got more students and finally got to the point where I was, I was teaching, uh, Acting in combat and singing and, and with all those theaters, and we were like, "Well, we should just start our own theater. We've already got enough yeah. people on the roster. We just need a couple dozen more, and then we'll have a full blown company, <laughs> right? Like an ensemble troupe company." Yeah, that's what I mean. And there was really nothing else in town because the, all the other theater companies that are for youth, which I didn't have that as a kid. Like I didn't even no. know what youth theater was mm-hmm. until we moved here, and there was. There's quite a few. There's like a lot of new yeah. theater here, but I really had no idea that that was um, a separate sort of um, theater, and that you people were really doing theater just for youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of you were just at such a high quality. But so many of the theaters in town do really big shows, like fifty people, sixty people, yeah. seventy people. So as a director, I was really only working with like the ten, fifteen leads in the show. And you guys were so amazing. I really couldn't spend time with the rest of the kids. So to be able to work with 15 people, we were like, well, that should be a theater company. Like, that should be a thing where we're doing a show with just 5, 6, 15, maybe 20 max with some of the strongest kids who really want to work at a higher level, really take the time to teach some acting, have dancing at a higher level. Like our first show, um, Shelby choreographed it for us. Mm -hmm. And to be able to give you guys those opportunities 
that's really why we started it. I mean, luckily we knew you and you were all so amazing that that just made it more fun for us. But really to have kids working at a high level, and Jordan and I have said so many times before, this is the company that we wish we had when we were kids. Even David Humphrey, when we worked with him, Christopher Lesson, some of the equity actors that you've worked for, they're like, yes, this is exactly what I would have wanted to do. So we kind of created it for who we would have been as kids as well. And I think that's what we see in you guys, like the passion, the way you love theater, uh, the way you love being together. Because that's the other thing is you all love each other. You're already a family. You spend so much time together that why not have all of us spend time together doing the thing that we all love Yeah, yep. at a high level, Yeah, and it's, I think. It's great because, I mean, my favorite part about TYP is that you guys hold us to a professional standard, but then we also have a lot of fun. And we do shows that just youth companies don't do. Right. Yeah. Right. Youth companies, a lot or of the shows time. shows nobody, nobody has ever heard of. Yeah, that too. <laughs> That's true. true. I mean, most people Jordan. didn't know the Burn Bar Boys. <laughs> Future where? Future what? Future yeah. What? what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I remember, because I started with Lessons with Jessica. Yeah. Um, and then we did, my first show with you was Mary Poppins. Right. And then that we was did actually Lion a King. pretty good show, you guys. It was a lot of fun. And then Lion King was when I met Mary, you. And Mary Poppins? He I did a coaching. Mary, I was your yeah. Oh my coach. God, you're right. <laughs> he came in, what, like... That's crazy. Cameron did a, a huge, yeah. uh, like a I was crazy. I you guys were like that. little though. Were you like eleven? And you give us the yeah. little the, the handbooks, right? Yes, the, the little pamphlets. And that's when that was actually Trevor Crippen's first show too. Yeah, and yeah. He was tiny. That. He was too teeny tiny. And, I and now he's writing music for us. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Oh, crazy. That's only a few years. I remember thinking you're like the coolest director ever because you said crap at CYP. Yeah, because I am. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And and I met Jordan. Other than that, I would say I really met you in Lion King. Yeah. When we did the fight choreo. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, oh yeah, I know. So that was thing. so I, long ago. I, I really didn't want to. I wasn't interested in directing for CYT, but yeah. Jessica was, and I wanted to. Uh, not always support her, but I liked coming in as kind of like a, a guest con- contractor to you know do accents, do fights, do stuff that they really there's kind of a void there. Yeah, you know, right. within the CYT status, it's not like a CYT resident fight director like you have at most. <laughs> right, yeah. but I think there's no youth company in town that does that. No, you no. know, so that's the thing. That's it's a, uh, creating saying, like, those experiences. Let's, let's face it. Even you know, my first theater in Huntsville, Texas, was a, what they called Heat back then, which was an acronym that I don't remember what it stands for anymore. But it's basically just a summer play. Mm-hmm. And it was directed by the by the college professor, and it was what it was. It was a glorified. <laughs> daycare summer camp right for but involving the arts and we had a lot of fun yeah but there was no actor training there it was just you know usually the kids are a little more extroverted a little louder than you know than the other kids and those are the ones that were the talented ones and they got the leads but they just happened they were just yeah they were just doing what they knew got them attention yeah yeah there was and then like from that there's not a lot of craft or skill no, there's no mm-hmm. craft right. there's no skill and maybe what little you absorb from the director telling you go here on that line say this line louder this line softer kind of a deal mm-hmm. you know make sure right. your face is pointing towards the audience <laughs> yeah. right um but then from there you know maybe you work the high school scene and 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 uh you know in your thespian group and then maybe you get into a good conservatory and then your your actor training begins. But unless mm-hmm. you grow up in an acting family, which is where right. most of your 
child stars and movie stars come from. Mm -hmm. Or you live in a town like L.A., like New York City, where your parents are literally pushing you into (laughs) acting classes whether you want to go or not. Right. Um, There's this, the resources just really weren't there. Mm -hmm. And again, you guys, when I actually, when I taught y'all's first private acting class in our studio, teaching just the basic principles. Our living room. Was this, this was... (laughs) Yeah, this two years before. No, this is a year before thirteen, right? Maybe. No, this was at the old house. He's yeah. talking about yeah. the old house. That so then, two. Are you talking about private acting classes or private acting? Oh, classes when we with did the, the monologues yeah. with the group. With oh, the monologues. oh, that was, that was a long time ago. Was, yeah, probably was twenty sixteen. Oh my god, four years That's ago. That's crazy. Yeah, oh, but you guys us. were brilliant. That's well, what you what y'all taught me. Known them for so long. Y'all were. It's true. You still have to work on listening. Uh, (laughs) no y'all taught me y'all were capable of learning the fundamentals of quote-unquote classical actor training so i guess you could say that we also created typ that's true no absolutely well i was i was messing with you no (laughs) No, it's true (laughs) because i wouldn't give a damn if it wasn't happening yeah you know i wouldn't just be doing this for my own love of the craft of acting i saw it blooming in you guys and i was like there's no reason why y'all can't learn at at 13 14 15 but other people are just going to teach you at 19 20 21 yeah you know yeah or you just go straight to la at 19 and take a casting director class here or a meisner intensive here and you're like meisner who you know Um, the uh, other thing too we talked about is with youth theater well we didn't want you guys playing adults yeah, like no, that, that was a yeah. big thing that we were like, I understand why people do it. Because, I mean, I think, rightly so, you have to do shows that are going to sell tickets. I yeah, mean, so I get course. it. So you've got to do Susical and you've got to do uh, Mary Poppins. I mean, obviously, there were kids in that show playing adults. I think they did it very well, but that was not part of our mission. We were like, that's not really going to give you a lot of skill. We mm-hmm. want you to play your age as much as possible. I mean, I know with Burnt Part Boys, you were supposed to be a little bit older, but you're, they're we still, were still teens. teens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, still teens and really having experiences that you can relate to. So that was another Because when we're adults, thing. we're not really going to be playing 20 years ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, you could be 20 playing a 17-year-old. I think that happens, yeah. but... That's y'all aren't going to be doing that. <laughs> you're pretty tall. You're, yeah, no, because you're, yeah. you're, you're mature, grown young men, and so that's you're not going to be doing a lot of the eighteen to play younger. Yeah. Um, but, but also, back, you know, like Shelby talking. and Chris are are petite. You know, they're kind of petite young yeah. girls. They could potentially be twenty five playing seventeen, eighteen. Mm-hmm. Easy. Um, yeah. Just look at Glee. Yeah, yeah exactly. everyone on that show is like yeah. in their thirties, twenties, thirties, and they're playing like sixteen-year-old. They're playing our age, right? That's weird. That, yeah, that is weird. That's weird. It's a little weird, but there are some you know scenes that are a little more. Sorry. I love the Jurassic yeah. Park thing no, yeah. going on here. Jessica's yeah. sorry, Portuguese, so she has to like be declamatory. She, so one time I was walking she's not in the Italian, street. otherwise okay. we'd be all up here. So I'll put him in my lap. Um, but back up to like patty cake bake. What is the what Shakespeare show are you always exposed to first? Romeo, Romeo, and, Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. Why? Just talking with teenagers, and then. The high school puts it on, and how good is the production? Amazing, it's man. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's the most brilliant. <laughs> I don't know trip. about you. And it's the same reason they don't do, you know, Madama Butterfly at right. high school, because you're not trained yet to do that kind of material. So 
Yeah, the the play is beautiful, and the balcony scene's amazing, and everyone loves it when Romeo and Juliet kiss, and blah 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 blah. But <laughs> that's not Romeo and Juliet. Like you're yeah. not yeah. you're not really right. doing the text. You're not doing the Shakespeare work. You're not also not learning all the historical. Um, you're just saying lines. You're just saying lines. Yeah, yeah, saying lines you don't understand. Probably not loud enough to even be heard, and having completely the wrong. You know, wherefore art thou, Romeo? Mean. Where the hell are you, Romeo? No, that's not what that means. <laughs> that's what everyone means, you know. When, and then it's high school, so they, they they don't teach the adult jokes. Yeah, that are that are rampant. Yeah, in Shakespeare, and which um, is also an important history lesson. It's extremely important yeah. history lesson. And again, if you're going to cast forty high school kids in it, and again, you have to think about a high school program is, and I'll just say most high school programs, it's a way for kids who maybe have never had any experience yeah. in theater, yes. it's for everybody. For like sure. that yes. teacher is there to educate everyone at the level they can be educated. Yeah. Like, you know, if you want to be crew. So that's just a very different idea um, from what we're trying to do, where we're take trying to take really the best kids, the most passionate kids, and teach you at that high level. But again, you want to challenge people in the right way. Yeah. If you give them something way too difficult, way past what they should be. It's not even challenging them. That's just mean. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they're just going to fail. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's not a plus either. So mm-hmm. we're, we're very mindful about picking the right projects. Really, I mean, we chose the Burnt Part Boys for you guys, for yeah. the five of you that were in it. This is I love that show, and I found the music. It's the same composers and writers from Tuck Everlasting. The mm-hmm. music is incredible, but you have to have five really strong teens. It's, it's amazing it's music. Difficult, yeah. difficult material, but you can't just throw anybody into that. So you guys were ready, and it kind of kicked your butts, but in oh, the yeah. best oh, yeah. possible. We were, we were talking about way. how how you <laughs> used to yell at us for I didn't being yell. Off. well. You didn't. She didn't yell at us. She Shield. didn't. No, I didn't. You weren't even in the room. You we just, know. we just were not. She, you weren't in the room. Where it happened? The room. <laughs> we just, we, we never had our rhythms down. Specifically, rhythm. I would say well, was the hardest part. Again, I think that show we didn't know was... how to count. Yeah, no. Yeah. We were saying that was the first show where I had to like really count my music while I was right. on stage because mm-hmm. yeah. usually you can kind of feel it. Burn part boys. <laughs> no Lame way. Is I hope you don't plan oh, on just feeling it. Not, yeah, it's not going to work. It's what yeah. you're used to. But that's not yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not the way it's supposed yeah. to be done. And you we'll don't just have say. a conductor, a maniacal conductor with a stick who's ready to throw at you. Yeah, who will so. sometimes mouth you words if you need them or whatever. No, but I mean that's a part of it too. We had a great band, six amazing yes, professionals for sure. So and we had equity actors. I think they're great mentors. That's the other part of it. Mm-hmm. I know with 13, the first show, we didn't have equity actors, but we really wanted to showcase you guys and have a fun teen show as yeah. kind of a big introduction. But with that second show, we wanted to start introducing equity actors. I think we've talked about before. I mean, obviously not in the podcast, but Jordan and I had great mentors when we were kids. And when I did shows, uh, like when I did Annie, there was just six kids and everybody else was adults. So, and I love those adults. I fell in love with those adults. They were people that I emulated and looked up to. And I think it's so important for teens, especially to have other adults in their lives besides just their parents, right? That they can have relationships with. And I, you know, Christopher Lesson, David Humphrey, amazing people just to be with. And And um, parents. And they're amazing parents too. Yeah. 
but they're great actors on stage. And those are the kind of people that we want you guys hanging out with that will be mentors. Those are people you can look up to. And that's a memory you will take with you for the rest of your lives. And that's what we're trying to do too. I mean, class is important. You've got to learn the skills, the musicianship. I mean, it was just the five of you and Burt Bart boys. So that was something that was important to me. Um, I played instruments when I was a kid, and so I got a little musicianship that way. And then my both my degrees are in music. So that's a skill that I have, but it's a skill that I want to pass down. I know that will continue to develop, to develop, but I hope you see how important it is. And that, that was truly a gift yeah. to be able. I mean, it did kick your butt. It was hard. I was firm <laughs> on you, you know, yeah. but then you were on stage with six Musicians, there's nothing more magical yeah. than that is to have these six professionals sitting on stage with you, but you have to be at their level. You know, you, you've got to work together as a team and you don't want to let each other down. Yeah. So I was hard on you. I was definitely firm because it has to be right. You know what Look I mean? Look straight ahead. That's right. Oh God, that part always kicked our asses. Even when we were actually in the show. Right. And the I harmonies mean, changed and the rhythms <laughs> yeah. were hard. I mean, there's yeah. not a lot and of scores. to be scores. fair, on Broadway, you would have had a conductor who would have been absolutely bringing you in yeah. every time. So there's that. Well, that, that's <laughs> part of the learning experience. Yes. And that was... You need to be able to count some music, yes, people. Today now is you're, October you're do... 25th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a year ago now. Mm-hmm. We were about we're to go rehearsing. into tech, right? No, no, we're, no. We're still we were like halfway through the rehearsal process. Right? I was no. still, I was still waiting for you guys to come up with cool blocking and then going. That's not happening. <laughs> Just it. Uh, we would have. We that's went a skill up that Thanksgiving y'all are getting that you don't even know where are not even aware of how important that is to learn how to take care of yourselves yeah. as actors and give your director choices. Mm-hmm. I remember Tom Sawyer when I was in that in twenty. 16 I think so um I the the first time that we sang my the solo I forgot what the song is called I literally just stood there and sang yeah and that was it because I didn't know what else to do I was just like yeah this is well you didn't want to do anything wrong yeah exactly I was I was out of my comfort zone so I didn't I didn't want to take risks and when to get screwed up yeah or or, or think to make the director yell at you or look stupid in front of your friends exactly and when you have a cast of 60 there there really isn't time to be like let's explore yeah (laughs) that that does not exist that time is not available to you especially when it's only like four weeks rehearsal process and so you have to tell people go here go there and Mm -hmm. you maybe can talk that was a short rehearsal that was a really short rehearsal process yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. it was crazy so I mean, and you I, will get totally those get in it. the real world, where yeah. you yeah. will put up Oklahoma in three days, and the director's got all the blocking in three days. Oh yeah, what's oh, yeah. the what's the shortest process you guys have ever? I thought done? it was two weeks. Cats, cats. Oh yeah, that was at two weeks. Ten days. Oh, oh my god, I had one day off. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I learned I learned how to dance cats in ten days. <laughs> and the director, That's crazy. And I've told you, the the director I know wanted to replace me. Um, really? Really. Because he did not, he didn't know me at all. Uh huh. So he didn't know, you know, there's rehearsal, Jordan, and then there's performance. I knew that. But I, and I was giving myself the grace of time to actually learn the steps as best I could before I said, screw it. Curtains up. It's time to go out sta- on stage and rock. Yeah. Um, but what was funny was that it was only a two week run. So as an equity actor, if you want to replace an actor, you still have to pay them two weeks. Yeah. 
So if he wanted to fire me, not only have to find another actor overnight, he's still going to have to pay me. It would have been double pay. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, and the, and like, the no. producer knew me because I'd done a show there uh, about a year ago. And he loved, and he, he was the one who wanted me for, for the role to begin with, first off. So he was just like, no, no, let's just, let's just stick this Jordan guy out. And then sure enough, opening night came, and I got done with my number. And the director came in the direct, in the dress room afterward and was like, all right, I'll admit it. That is the longest ovation I've ever heard from Tom. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and I knew he hated saying that. No. He was so mad. But sometimes you're fighting but, for your job the whole time. Okay. You know yes. what I mean? I mean, that's and important. I have seen, to learn I have seen mezzo-sopranos at LA Opera get replaced during, during the run of a performance because... One of the assistant conductors didn't like her, and he liked the younger girl who was in the young artist program. Uh huh. So out went her, and in went the other girl. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yep. Yep. What about you, Jessica? Have you ever had an, uh, any like super short rehearsal processes? I mean, that I think crazy. It's usually three weeks. Yeah. I think that's the kind of the yeah. the general. I don't think I've had one a rehearsal process that was shorter than Lambs that. Lambs is three weeks, right? Usually, oh, Les Mis, where we, we were only two for Les Mis, right? For Les Mis, you were less? Yes. It's like two weeks and then tech okay. into previews. Into, okay, okay, okay. okay. So, so, and so two we full sh- weeks of rehearsal. Maybe we shouldn't have named that particular theater. But, like, <laughs> but oh. that's, no, no, that's no, not that's true that's... because in, in, in previews, you're still allowed to rehearse six hours Oh, for sure. And we did. Okay. And, um, and, we, and there are lots of shows that go into previews for longer than. Right, yeah. and it's not a criticism. It's no. not a criticism. Yeah, no. Um, but I know that's, like Jean Valjean, he started a week earlier. And then I okay. think the rest of us joined and we had two weeks. Week but again, that's a show that doesn't have a lot of choreography. There's no choreography. Yeah. So it's like, it. usually you'll start and you'll spend um, maybe two days <laughs> on... Can we get you a pad? No, I'm going to sit on my hand. <laughs> we have like two days of music rehearsal uh, I think with Les Mis, like maybe we had four days of music rehearsal because That's we it. don't we don't have well. The musical director wanted two when weeks. I did Into the oh, Woods four days on the East Coast. We had one four hour rehearsal for music for Les Mis. No, no for, for Into, Into the, the Woods. Woods. One four hour rehearsal. That was it. The next day we had and to you be did off everything. Of- all of it, the whole three hours. But we had was some... it like every number was like five minutes? Like no, no, it... yeah, we just went straight through. We just it. went through it. Damn, we just went straight just through, through it. it. But we had quite a few um, Broadway actors in that one, so okay. it was a really, really experience. Got you the show? Um, well, our Cinderella had been in the Broadway cast. I think she was the Cinderella understudy. Okay. Mm. Um, uh, no one had done the show before, though. She oh. was the only one. So oh. everyone was brand new to that show. So it's not like they showed up and they'd done it before. So she was good. Damn. They were all good. That's that crazy. That was an amazing I mean, that's the thing. You will, you will go through every, show, every contract. There will be people who will be able to just open a score, never seen it before in their life, sight, read it perfectly. Yeah. There are other people who have no clue how to read music, <laughs> who record it on a device. Yep. Oh, for sure. And then we'll come back the next day. And just nope, have it. No, yeah. Perfect. And you're going to be in and an eight-hour rehearsal, and then you have to go home and study. And yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not like so. I mean, in a way, those three weeks of rehearsal—they're very, very intense, and you learn how to make it through and how to learn. But having a practice strategy and a, and know how to learn your music, how much time you need for choreography. Like I write my choreography 
Who's that? Asher. I think it's his computer. Oh. Unprofessional. Oh, no, it's Unprofessional. okay. We love Cole. It's okay. We'll call we'll call you back, Cole. <laughs> but Cole, if you're watching this, we love you. Hopefully we I'm still recording you. on my laptop. That's okay. If not, we got it on the SD yeah. card. It's okay. Um But I think that was the shortest music rehearsal. Yeah, that's crazy. For one of the most difficult shows. That's crazy. Now when we did a hundred hours at Lambs, we did a state a concert reading. I think we only met one time for Les Mis, and we literally just sang through the show, and oh. that was it. <laughs> wow. But, I mean, we could have our books for that one. Yeah. I mean, the other one. Was that? It that stopped recording? Before. Oh, no. Well, it's fine. Okay. Just, we'll just have audio. Yeah. Um. So, what are what are some, uh, I'm interested to know this, because next week we have a plan to, um, to talk about mistakes that we've made on stage. Oh, okay. So... Do you guys have any mistakes Probably on stage? Only a forty-five-minute podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your what's your biggest mistake that is just crazy? Like something you thought you would not recover from? Well, I'll, the one that immediately comes to my mind was about was no was over Jordan five years ago, uh, and the show Oz at Lens Players, and I have, I was it's the not messing lead. up your words and they miss. No, oh. this is worse. Because oh. I fixed that. <laughs> he did. I think he had to review. You got to tell us that one after. I'll, okay, I'll tell that one after. Because this, we no, on this one was we terrifying. Like... So I'm, I'm on stage and I'm like the I'm, I'm the, the lead winged monkey, and we're supposed to be harassing um, with Neil, right? Yep, with Neil, Neil Dale. <laughs> awesome. And we're har- we're harassing Dorothy and the Munchkins, and <laughs> I looked up at my at, at uh, Megan, and I basically went. You have to, and the whole world just went dark, and it was just me and the spotlight and Megan's terrified face going, Jordan just left us. Uh A parallel universe sucked in Jordan. I had no idea what the lines were. You're just making monkey noises. They they were just gone. I I have never gone up, 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 up before. Like where I just had no clue. I could at least paraphrase my way through a scene. And I remember that moment, and I was just going, okay, we have to own this. <laughs> so we're just going to own this. Just, just, And it was so funny, because I went straight back to, like, freshman year conservatory training. Okay, find your feet. There's the ground. Find your breath. Breathe. What's your objective? To threaten Dorothy. Look at Megan and threaten her. And I opened my mouth, and the line came out. It was the weirdest thing in the world. I had no idea what the words were, but they were coming out, and they were the right ones. And then she responded with her line, and then we were back. <laughs> That's but it crazy. Was, it was and you know crazy. that has, happens in like a split second. Yeah. You know, it feels like forever. It was about three seconds. It was long enough. And Neil, Neil was on the site. Tell me later, because like everyone was like, "Wow, Jordan's going up." Jordan never goes up. So what's is he having a heart attack? Is yeah. This is like, is there something seriously happening here? And Neil was like, I was trying to help you, but all that was coming out was monkey. Like, <laughs> 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 like That's another no Jordan one, quote. No one, the <laughs> all that was coming out I was, was trying to help you, but all that was coming out was monkey. Pretty much. Is that how I sound um, to you? No. That's what you're saying. Um, no, no. Like, Miz was, and I wish I could, I have to go back and remember what this actual yeah, line is. Yeah. So it's after, it's, it's after Valjean shoots the sniper that was supposed to shoot Angeras. Yeah. And, his, and his line is like, for this deed you have done for your bravery this day. I will thank you, Mr. When this day, oh, yeah, whatever yeah. that line is. So we got to that part and I looked at him and all the words in that line came out. 
They were just in completely the opposite order. <laughs> <laughs> and again, Neil was in the dressing room and he heard it. He was like, wow. I'm Neil's the- just a common. He, he, he yeah, kind of is, actually. Totally <laughs> He's the puzzle fault. piece. It was just like. For this day you have won. You're bravery, monsieur. I, was, it was, I can't even begin to explain it. <laughs> For this it. day you have won. Something like, it, it wasn't even that good. <laughs> but Neil was like, holy shit, how did he make that work? But it, it did, and we're still going. That's I've, I did this show on West End. I've never heard that kind of a fix before. <laughs> he did. Did he it did. just, so it just get, everyone just kept going? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, and, we did that show for like five months. And the best part about so it, it was kind of autopilot yeah. I'm like, you know, just like, you sing now. Yeah. And there was, a, there was a moment where I had a scat moment. Nope. Sizzle pop. Where um, <laughs> the top of act two, where he's like, you know, the guns are here, the ammo's on the way, whatever it is. I should, I really should know this. But <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a yeah. while. And uh, I slept since then. And I just turned to uh, Jacob, who was playing... Uh, I never figured that out. Was it Fuli, Confer? I don't remember. And it literally, I literally did. No words at all. No words. Really? Just just, and he looked at me like, <laughs> yes, it is, but the ammo's on the way. Wherever the line was. This came in this look like, you son of a... Oh, we did have That's some fun great. in that show. That's great. I mean, it was fun to be such a sad, sad show. We were crying every night. But. And <laughs> Scotty never, was brilliant. I never walked away from that performance. Oh, yes. Scotty was Gavroche. Yes. I, I completely forgot that those were the same shows. So brilliant. What yeah. a lovely little kid. Amazing. We didn't know we existed. You, you I didn't know we... you existed. I didn't know that anybody in this room no. was a person. Nope. Nope. Actually. kind of how meeting people works. I just realized what? I met you and Joseph. I probably talked to you outside, too. Outside, yep. probably. probably. I like yep. met met her. Yep. Because I was with um, the Banks. Yep. And they were getting ready for the next show you wanted to do. I think it was, was this before Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or well, after? I directed. No, I it was that Charlie. Willy Wonka during Les Mis. Yeah. That's what, because yeah. I remember okay. writing down blocking okay. backstage when I wasn't <laughs> in a scene. <laughs> so I had my little station. Yeah. Because I was on and off and there was, I think, more time in act two because. Actually, we that switched. was we, we both made our directorial debuts during. Yeah. Oh, really? And that's, that's when we met time, Christopher Lesson, I, uh, too. I, was, I directed that's when we first met Christopher. Yeah. I know he's awesome. Um, no, that was an awesome cast. Yeah. It was only nineteen adults and two kids. So Scotty was Gavroche, and a little girl named Hori was our young Cosette. And the nineteen of us really relied on each other. It was a big thing for nineteen <laughs> people. Oh, but it was awesome. The cast yeah. was amazing. And we did have fun. It was sad, but um, that's the one show where I had to underdress two costumes. So I had three costumes on at once. Oh, so I had a lovely lady costume God. on to start the show. I put on lovely ladies. It's beautiful. And then uh, I had to put my factory girl worker yeah. on and over that. And then I had my nun's outfit because I was a nun in the beginning because Christopher oh, was our bishop. Oh, my God. So I had the big winged hat and my big – and so I had three layers of clothing That's on. That's quick, too. It's just, it's, it's not like you're just, oh, well, let me go backstage no. and take this off. It's like yeah. ripping it off and it getting is. back on, huh? N- yes. So the, the nun's outfit wasn't so bad. And then Jordan had to help me get out of factory worker – so I just had to literally run off stage. I had a huge basket. I just, th- as soon as I got past the black curtain, threw the basket down, was taking my wig off, my, oh no, just my hat. And then Jordan, I had Velcro, would just take the dress off. My lovely lady was under it. And I just had to take my wig and shove it on my head. No pins. <laughs> and then just I run right on. I had 30 seconds, which run ba- right back That's crazy. On. 30 seconds. I had, 
That was it. Yeah. It was like run back on. Even the you had a big, you? Yes. We actually played a game. This is, we probably shouldn't talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> we had lots of games during this show only because it ran it for so first. long. Yeah. And it was oh. a very sad, heavy show. And you kind of have to try to yeah. keep things light. You kind of have to. So we tried to come up with inventive ways of scaring <laughs> each other. So Allie Trim, that was, she was our eponine and our, one of the original cast members. She was the original Patrice on Broadway. Um, she, we, I would hide under the stairs like once a week. It was always a different night and jump out and scared the bejesus out of her. <laughs> she was so easy and she, and you couldn't scream backstage. Yeah. So that was the other thing is like, how do you scare each other? But then make sure yeah. you didn't scream. So we hid all over backstage when you knew you had time and we knew That's the great. show well enough. We'd hide under seat. One time I hid Hori under my hoop skirt, getting ready to go uh -uh. into... <laughs> Getting ready to go into the wedding scene. I had a gigantic hoop skirt. So she hid under my skirt, and here comes Jesse, who played Marius, running down the hall to get ready to go on, and she reached out from under my skirt and grabbed his ankle oh, and scared him to That's death. terrifying. And then he literally had to go right on stage. That's terrifying. Oh. <laughs> it was a little bit mean, but it was awesome. So those are kind of the fun. But you have to know how to no, no, have fun. What do you mean? And I scared you. I don't remember you exactly scaring me. You scared me, I think, multiple times. Well, specifically, she lives with you. Isn't specifically scary enough? For this <laughs> specifically for that change, though, there was a little curtain. Oh, did you have the so, crazy teeth in or something? No, no, no. I just okay, I she know. just read. I was just hiding in the curtain, and she runs back there and goes, oh, "Damn it, Jordan's forgotten to help me my costume change." I knew it. And so she starts like panicking, and I just then I just jump out. Mean. She's she's she freaks out, and it's like ha. Ah, Help me change. <laughs> you only get one second to be scared. Oh yeah. Oh no. We had we did have fun. I don't backstage. have time to be scared. No. But oh. you have to... was, was when I sang. We, we did the opening, sang backstage for the factory, and then I went and put on my Andros costume, and then realized twenty seconds prior I have to go be the pimp. Like, oh. oh yes, I have that little part. Oh crap! So I just threw off my coat and grabbed my other coat and hat, kept the pants and vest. I was like, <laughs> "That's all you can do." I was like, the pimp's going to be a little more well dressed today. Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of costume changes in that show. Yeah, I can imagine. So that was a lot. Yeah, That's like, my the worst first, nightmare. Like the first two weeks of that show was literally learning your backstage oh, track. My oh gosh. god! Because I mean, I can imagine nineteen people Our for that show. That's you know, huge. And like running backstage it's and not hardest. colliding. It's like you go right, you know, and I go, go left. left yeah. and oh my gosh! It was. This hard. Is, I have to wait <laughs> until, until I see. Brandon come barreling through the door, then I can go through the door. And yeah. This is exactly when I when I go to the bathroom and yeah, yeah. It was like the most timed out backstage show <laughs> ever, but totally worth it. We it's the only show I've ever been in where we got a standing ovation every single performance, yeah. every single one for five and a half months. It was wow. beautiful. And it was the five and a half was, months. You still haven't said wow. your favorite on stage. Yes. Problem, Jessica. Um, you Thank know you. what? I mean, unless she's so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There, the all, not a lot of mistakes. I mean, I've had to run before, like in Les Mis. There was times where I had to run to make it to stage, where I almost missed an entrance, but I always made it. But when I did quilters at Lambs, there was we had a fifteen-year-old. There was only six of us in the show. Debbie, and then she was our mom, and then there was five of us who were sisters. The little girl, we call her a little girl, but she was fifteen. She, we actually had to be in a bunker. So there was a trap door 
big trap door mm-hmm. that uh, Cynthia and I had to open. And you only went down a couple of feet, but we were there was supposed to be a tornado. So we were all running. I was the teacher in that scene. So in that show, everyone p- plays like 20 different characters. We don't change our costumes. We just had costume pieces to put on. So we're running from this tornado, and we have to get this cellar open. We go, we sit down in the cellar, and the way Lambs' seats are, you can still see down in the cellar. So then when the tornado's over, we're all getting out, and we go straight into a new scene. And Cynthia and I are closing the door, and it's gigantic. It's, like, bigger than this table and incredibly heavy. No, her dress got caught in the trap door. So she was the last to get out. Cynthia and I are just bending over. The thing was so hard. We had to look at each other. And so Cynthia and I had to make this connection. We pick it up, and then the last, like, six inches, we just have to drop it because it's so heavy. Um, and she's getting out and the tail, cause we have all these long prairie skirts on the tail of it gets caught and she's like the <sighs> principal. She's the next line, the next singing solo. And we're just going oh, no. on. We just walk across it and they, they lock. There's an ASM under the stage. And as soon as that door they hits, lock it. they bolt it. And then that ASM has to bolt out of there cause she has more things to do. Yeah. So we were like, banging on the floor trying to get her to reopen it and she was gone so then cynthia and i are over there lucia just yanking on her dress and she was panicking she was 15 the sweet girl she'd done she'd done shows there before and so she's quite the professional yeah she was amazing in that show by the way everyone was megan was in that also katie grady it was just the most beautiful amazing cast we were really like sisters already, and it just kind of solidified that relationship. It's kind of yeah. like the beauty of theater. But we were just yanking on this dress, and finally we just ripped it. Like, just oh, ripped it. no. Barely in time for her to get... But that was like, again, like panic city. Yeah. We felt so bad for her. We couldn't get the trap door open. Yeah. It was bolted. And she... We didn't want her to freak out and panic. We're all kind of mamas. We just all want to take <laughs> care of each other. Yeah. Like, even in Les Mis, I distinctly remember taking care of... Um, Scotty and Hori, like I just adopted them as my babies. And yeah. I was like, anything you need, you just you just tell me. Yeah. But I mean, I think uh, that that was a little scary. But I mean, no was one it? got hurt. I straight up you know, yeah. Scotty, I mean, yeah. But well, it's I like, thought you were gonna say that she somebody got their like, no, fingers she didn't get hurt. Or something, and no. I was like, Ugh. I don't remember. I mean, Megan did get cut in the eye with the during the Oz, side, yeah. but I wasn't in the, in the eye, show. right above her, right under her. Oh, eye. I was saying like on the eye, right at the. Top so I was wearing my wolf mask in Beauty and the Beast, and then and there was cut? some fight choreography that we were supposed to do, and the mask was plastic, and I fell wrong, and oh. then the mask came up and slipped my eye right here. Oh, no. oh, oh man. God! This is that's also a big concern of Jordan and I's safety yeah. on stage. I mean, he's a fight choreographer, and there are so many times when I think that's just overlooked. Yeah, not, not to be overlooked. malicious. No, we just disregard it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not to be malicious. I think that people just don't know. Yeah. And so that's another thing that you know. Every time I did a show that had fighting, Jordan would come in mm-hmm. and and just look at it. All if nothing else. No, you, you know? choreographed all yeah, of it. Yeah, I, I remember. Mean, I, I worked King. with you, Lion King and Jungle Book before. Yeah. We I actually like started getting to know right. you. And there weren't even that many fights in those shows, but yeah. it doesn't matter if another actor puts hands on another actor. You're, you really should have a fight choreographer in there taking care of that. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, we both feel really strongly about that, especially when working with young adults who've never had those, again, never had those experiences. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was awesome. All right, one more question, guys. Okay. Well, my question, my question. <laughs> <laughs> We're in rehearsal for another show right now. This is a question. Oh, yeah, for hold the on. Audience to, Let's talk about what I was what, just about yeah. to say. So, 
I want you guys to explain to the audience real fast, however you can, a synopsis of Ghost in the Machine and when it is running and where to donate to TYP. Well, Ghost in the Machine is live streaming November 18th through November 22nd. November 18th through 22nd, there will be a 7 p.m. show. You have to go to our website to get tickets or showticksforyou.com. There's also a 3 p.m. on the 22nd. It's an awesome, mysterious show. So, eight teenagers at high school that kind of know each other, but not really. They all start getting these really odd texts from each other. Like, do you have the drugs? And, hey, you're looking super sexy. Want to hook up? And they confront each other about them, and they're all like, I didn't, I didn't send that. I didn't send that at all, dude. And they start to get really panicky about it, and then they realize that the texts are actually coming from other teenagers in an alternate universe. And then one of them... I didn't even know this. And then one of them is discovered to actually be a psychopath trying to blow up the school. (laughs) I didn't know that. It's really awesome. It's a really cool little little, uh, story. Also, it's really really easy to get tickets and watch the show. It's it's really easy to figure out. TYPSanDiego.org. There you go. And please donate, too, because we're we're a non-profit... Now there on yes, the website there's as a button well. on the website. Mm-hmm. And, give tip um, a tip. Give tip a tip. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's the saying. That's what we should do from now on. Tips yeah. for tip. tip. There you go. Tips for tip. But it's, like it. it's interesting now too. We're having to choose different sort of scripts because we're filming. Yeah. Now yeah. we're live streaming and filming. So this one's going to be really cool because you'll see alternate world people, real world people. We're able to go outside and on location and film a little bit. Um, creating a school inside our rehearsal space. We have the amazing Ken Jacks with us. Yes. Yep. He's amazing. He did Outsiders. Yeah. And Outsiders Future and Future here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun for you guys to get to make movies. It's crazy. You've oh, yeah. only made two movies. It feels it like feels a whole like one. For three movies. You did two. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah that's Jordan. right. It still feels like more. It feels like we've done a lot. It feels like we've been doing a long time. I, I mean, we Outsiders just, felt like... Doing back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Outsiders felt like it was forever ago, but... The process felt like it was like, I mean, well, it kind of was. We're in rehearsal for a long was. time. Yeah, because yeah. we, we were on Zoom. Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, that we was didn't crazy. Know what the hell we were gonna do? Yeah, we didn't, yeah. We didn't even know we, didn't we know. were making. We a movie still thought we were doing a stage, until, like, didn't we at first? Yeah. We didn't even mm-hmm. know That's if we crazy. could. That's yeah. crazy. We just kept rolling with the punches. Well, but, we didn't want to stop. It was an amazing show. It's one we had planned on doing. We already had rights for it, and you guys were perfect. Again, we picked shows around. You all. So that's a show that we picked. A show that your dad yeah. suggested. Yeah. So I love that. I love that people are always thinking about different material and looking for, I mean, again, shows that are right for you, that are going to challenge you in the right way. Yeah. Yeah, so. for sure. And I just wanted to say thank you guys because. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, when Corona hit, I was just sitting yeah. alone, just, I was going insane. Yeah. And without rough. your shows, I probably would still be that way. Yeah. So. Seriously, like you guys opened up me being able to be with him, be with yeah. Gio behind the camera. You guys can't see him, but he's Gio, there. What's up? Say hi real quick. Hi, Say hi guys. real quick. There hey. you go. <laughs> um, and you guys, I mean, being with you guys in the rehearsal space was just a lot of fun every time. Yeah, it was. Well, it was I a mean, good cast. We, didn't, we re- I didn't want to just cave. Yeah. No. Um, we we have the unique position of being able to be flexible. Yeah. Like we we became our own pod. 
essentially. Right. And uh, we found ways to get around. Uh, we start, we just went from theater to movies. Yeah. And right. We just we just adapted. Yeah. To survive. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Jordan and I lived in L.A. for about three years, so we did TV and film there. So mm-hmm. and we always I always said I would eventually yeah. love to do short films with you guys, and so it just jump started yeah. that process. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> yes, in a weird, in a weird way, I guess. Worst I don't know way, about, thank you, COVID. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Due to COVID, we, yeah. but it's. We, I don't know how to put that without it but, sounding horrible. Well, I do think that you know a big part of it is we want to show you guys too that as artists. You're you're always creating. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like And you okay, have to adapt. You have to adapt. Lot. You can't maybe be in the theater, but it doesn't mean you can't create art. Yeah. You sure. know. So um, you know, I, I like the Zoom things and there's a lot of that out there, but again, with a small company because it's just us and we're all, always together and we're like family anyway. Yeah. It really made it easier for us. Yeah. You know, if you're a theater company and you're having 50 kids walk in the door to audition for you, well, that's not possible. Then we that's, can't do yeah. that now. But because we're already a family and we're already together having classes and doing things. So I think that worked out. And I thought Outsiders was super cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, we filmed in 11 hours, which was insane. insane. It was crazy. Completely but it insane. Was, 12. was it 12? Technically 12. Oh. Counting the rumble. Yeah. Yeah. The day oh, before. Yeah. Cause we did the rehearsal. It was a lot space. of fun, but it, it, it was, it was cool. It was awesome. shot two days. Awesome. Well, I remember awesome. leaving and just being like, wow. We did that. Yeah. We just made a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it's crazy. Awesome. Really cool. Really Thank cool. Thank God we shot the rumble that. The day before. Yeah. yeah oh, my God. Lot. The thing is, I could have spent 11, 11 hours just on the rumble. That would have been yeah. fun, would have been actually. Amazing. That would have been really fun. Get it oh, just right. And then I was dying. You would have died. That's How funny. are you? Because during the rumble, I was dying. I was like so I honestly forget. Because I think earlier in that day, we were we were... Like rehearsing, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. All so I know is my hair looks really good that day. It <laughs> did. Actually, all your hair looked really good. But then the second I day, I couldn't style. get it the same way. It's just so much fun. I couldn't really? get it the same way. I'm gonna crack it my heel. It looked good. No, it looked good. Oh, got the it. The rumble okay. was cool, but it yeah, it was hot. Yeah. It's July. Yeah. There was no air conditioning inside, which we didn't really think about. I mean, you know, <sighs> so a whole things. lot of things. And but I mean, it was. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Whoa. It was awesome. Our first TYP show had no air conditioning in the dressing rooms. And our first our first mo- TYP movie That's had true. no oh, AC. Oh, yeah. At, huh. at Diversionary? At the studio. It's just like Neil. Let's, let's break that. It's just like so. Neil. It's like a little puzzle. There yeah, there's that, something that, that has to be there. Um, yeah, even having to adapt at Diversionary and at Moxie. Yeah. You know, those theaters don't have big dressing rooms. Mm-hmm. We always, you just I have to always figure it out. It's cool. The yeah. space awesome. is really cool. And Moxie and Diversionary both. I love them both. I love them both for different Great. reasons. Great. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but I will say you're always having to adapt somehow. Yes. It's, I don't, I can't think of a single show where you walked in and like, this yeah. is perfect. No, never. Like even when I did Into the Woods, you know, there were so many great Broadway actors with us for that show. They said they actually had more fun and it was a better experience doing Into the Woods at a large regional house than their Broadway experiences. Why? Really? Well, I think I think it's a it had to do world, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just think you have to go into everything, realize it's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You have to be flexible. You have to realize I'm gonna have to adapt. Like yeah. maybe my vision for this character was A, but now I'm here with my scene partner, and that's and it needs com- to be B. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're always having to adapt and change. 
I mean, it's great if your dressing rooms are amazing and air conditioned and cushy and beautiful, but that's it's not really the point, right? Yeah. I mean, the You're point on stage is about most of the time. How mm-hmm. do you how do you well, create art? Well, yeah, <laughs> it is nice. yeah, it is nice, but you know, it's like you're always thinking about how do you work as a team with your cast? Yeah. How do you make the best art you can make in the moment? And that's what we did with Outsiders. Yeah. And Zoomed and Future Here. For sure. We were more organized for Future Here, so I like that. Well, we learned. It's a little cushy. We learned. Yeah. <laughs> we did. We learned. We, had, we get better. And we need a space better. We're all getting better. We're yeah. all getting better at our job, so. All righty. Right, gang. Awesome. I think we went a little over time here. That's right. But that's all right. That's all right. But, Thank you guys for coming. We, we really enjoyed being here. Being here. All right. We love you, love you. It's please, joy. please go watch Ghost in the Machine. It's going to be amazing. Um, please donate to 2IP. Show them some support. We love you guys. Thank you for coming and watching. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs>